So, post show. Yay! Um, comics. Uh, definitely some comics. Yes. Uh, but I watched Safety Not Guaranteed last night. Hooray! What'd you think? Uh, I was not expecting that ending. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't it great? Uh, let's not let's not spoil the ending for listeners. But wasn't that totally like a oh my gosh, I did not see that coming. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but that was yeah, yeah. totally a movie worth watching. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the way I tend to describe it to people is like it starts off and you're like, oh, okay, cute indie movie, and then it just continually gets better as the movie goes. And you're like, by the end, you're like, whoa, what did I just watch? <laughs> so that was great. <laughs> I uh, really enjoyed that movie quite a bit. Um, yeah, I, uh, I watched R.I.P.D. last night. How was it? Uh, it was a lot of fun. It's another movie like Lone Ranger that I think uh, critics generally agreed was across the board was not great and therefore just a terrible on Rotten Tomatoes scoring system. But, uh, honestly, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was not as good as it probably should have been. Like, there were clearly a lot of things. The, uh, the, the bad guys who fade into the background, like, the, just the general bad guys, they sounded like video game bad guys. Like, canned, canned lines coming out of their, out of their mouths and stuff. It kind of, they sounded a little bit hokey. Um, little things like that. But it, it's totally fun. Um, you would like it, Mandy. Um. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure you because I wanted it. to like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw commercials and I was like Ryan Reynolds and uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. Right, that's the same. I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I really so I really like Jeff. Jeff Bridges is hilarious in it. Ryan Re- Reynolds. So I like Ryan Reynolds. I don't think he's as good as he should have been in it, but still pretty good. Um, in general, the like story of Ryan Reynolds' life, yeah. like he he gets yeah poor guy. I mean, Green Lantern, <sighs> Deadpool, yes. he had all these opportunities, and they're not even like his fault. No. You know, like in, in those writing. cases, Green Lantern and both Deadpool, which uh, for those of you who don't know, he played Deadpool in Wolverine Origins. Um, he he was probably the right person. Yeah, they just <laughs> didn't do a good job. They just did a terrible good job of the writing, and it just makes me sad. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping, I continue to hope that at least all these things are low profile enough that eventually he'll get given a big one that he'll be right for, and it'll work out. Um, I think there needs to be a Deadpool movie, and he needs to be Deadpool. (laughs) They could do that. They could do that. Yeah. They just need to completely throw Wolverine Origins out the window when they do that, though. I mean, they could also, you know... They could do a Green Lantern movie, or not Green Lantern movie, but rather like a Justice League movie and have him be Green Lantern and just pretend the other movie didn't happen. Like, right? Same actor, but pretend the other one didn't happen. You could do that because he would be fine for that. I mean, he would be a good Hal Jordan. Um, Yeah. uh, Anyways, yeah, so RIPD is fun. Um, I recommend it to you, Mandy. I don't necessarily recommend it across the board general audiences because there are better... um, uh, you know, I would definitely recommend that anybody who's interested in it, you're probably still better served watching Pacific Rim first. Um, I haven't seen Pacific Rim yet. Right. Um, but uh, but all in all, I mean, it was fun. It, it's not it's not something I'm going to end up buying, but it was a fun movie, and I'm glad I saw it. Um, yeah. So then 
comics. What did I read this week? I don't think I read anything. I definitely read something. What did I read? I'm having issues remembering what I read. Uh, I know I bought some, but I don't think I actually read them. No, I read something. What did I read? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Scarlet. Have I told you about Scarlet before? Yes. Okay. So a new issue of that came out, and it was really good. This is a really intense comic by Brian Michael Bendis. And there, because it's Brian Michael Bendis, there is lots and lots and lots of reading. Um, lots of text. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I like. <laughs> um, so yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Invincible is still good. Um, Aphrodite 9 Volume 2 has been going, and it's getting pretty good. Um, I've told you about that at one point some time ago. Uh, other than that, I guess that might be all that I really read this week. I was really busy all this week. Um, Me too. Yeah. I uh, Let's see. I read... Uh, the only comics I read this week are I'm reading the... Uh, the issues available on Marvel Unlimited of the older Nova. Uh, okay. Since, you know, the only Nova I'm familiar with is the new one, uh, which makes some people sad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really familiar yeah. with any, so. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm reading the, it's not the old, they don't have any of the really old stuff on there for some reason. Um, they just have the, uh, the more, the, the like 2000s. Um, oh, um, Just for Nova. I mean, they have older stuff for other. Like they have all of Spider Man there. But I had what? to occupy myself at the DMV the other day. Um, well, I thought I had to, so I brought my Nook with me and started reading uh, "All You Zombies" by Heinlein, that short story. And then mm-hmm. turns out that getting a renewal goes really quickly, and so I only read six pages of it. But <laughs> <laughs> and then stopped. Well, I, I just haven't had the time to sit down and read the rest of it. I, I'll probably finish it whenever we stop recording, just to knock it out. But it, I mean, so far it's interesting. I haven't quite figured out how time travel plays into it. Like, I can tell that it does, but I don't know how yet. And so that's interesting. Um, I, uh, I've read books this week. Uh-oh. Uh, books? Yeah. Books. Multiple. Uh, I read Adaptation by... by Oh, my goodness. Now I'm going to have to Google it because I don't remember who wrote it. Uh, one minute. Adaptation. <laughs> Come on. Uh, not to be confused, apparently, with the 2002 film, which it's not related to. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Barnes & Noble. That'll, that'll get it to me faster. Adaptation. It's a it's a YA book, uh, going with our uh, theme of children's literature. But because that's like all I read, it's not all I read. That's a lie. <laughs> I read everything. <laughs> um, adaptation. Basically, to, while it's looking up, it's um, it, the, the the starting premise is you have this girl who is on her way back from oh Melinda Lowe. There you go. That's her name. Melinda Lowe. Uh, but it starts out, there's this girl. She's going to, um, she's coming home from like the uh, national debate championships where she lost. And uh, so they're in an airport. And um, suddenly the news starts like reporting all these plane crashes. Um, 
like eight planes crash across the nation. And so all planes are grounded. So then her and her team have to, well, which is her one other guy and like their teacher have to uh, drive back home. Uh, but it basically, it's like, it's, it's kind of like a sci-fi thriller, uh, though in the middle there's this whole like romance that for a while I was like, I don't know what's happening. Why, why are we romancing? I like, what, what happened to sci-fi thriller? But, but it all relates in the end. <laughs> Otherwise I was going to be like, what? <laughs> um, but, it, but it was good. I read it in a day. Um, cause I was, yeah, I, I read it in a day. That's all I did that day pretty much. Um, so yeah, sci-fi thriller, YA, uh, it's got, you know, it's a YA book, so it's got your romancy stuff. And, uh, I, but the, it definitely science fiction. And, uh, I'll, I liked it. Um, the other book I read this week is, uh, Embrace by, uh, woman at the second book is sitting right here. So I can tell you what the author's name is, Jessica Shervington. And this is one of those books that I just picked off off the shelf um, because it was in hardback and 40% off at the bookstore I go to, which is Alamosa Books in Albuquerque. Shout out. Um, <laughs> so I was like, 40% off hardback? That's, that's good. I'll pick that up. The, the first and second book were both 40% off in hardback. And the third book had just come out. I didn't buy the third book, though. Now I'm regretting it because I'm going to want to read it. Uh, but YA book uh, about... Uh, basically angels um if you like angel type stuff you'll you'll like this um but uh what's interesting one of the reasons why i picked it up uh is because the author is australian uh and it's not often you know we get uh non-american books or british you know in the u.s and some of my favorite authors happen to be australian uh, Garth Nix is Australian. Uh, Sarah Douglas is Australian. So when I saw another Australian author, I was like, I must read this and support the Aussies. Um, so yeah, I'm reading the second book of that right now. I mean, not this instant, but you are pretty much up until right. we were podcasting. I was reading it when you messaged me, when you started calling me to say we were ready to podcast. Right. So I'm enjoying it. You know, very, it's very romance heavy, very girly. Um, but enjoy. It's got lots of action too. It's lots of lots of fighting. Lots of it's it's good. Cool. Urban fantasy in an unnamed city. Sounds interesting. Probably in Australia. It will have to go on my <laughs> endless list of books I need to read. Well, I mean, if you're going to read any books about angels in the near future, you need yeah. to read City of Bones. That's okay. Because the right. movie comes out like in a month. <laughs> oh, so many movies based on books coming out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're gonna read anything that's YA and Angels, read City of Bones first by Cassandra Clare. Um Urban Fantasy, very good. Movie's gonna be great. Um an untraditional love story, I will say. Uh in that you think it's gonna be a traditional YA uh Everyone ends up happily ever after, and then things take a weird twist um, that I won't spoil. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should you should read that, Michael. You would love it. All right, I, I believe you. I believe you. I promise. Um, so, in, in other news, um, Eisner's Eisner Awards came out, and Brian yes. K. Vaughn won Best Author for Saga, and he deserves it. I saw that. <laughs> you need to hurry up and read Saga. 
because it's so good. I I will eventually. I'll, I'll get around to it. In other comic book news that made me sad, uh, apparently Kieran Gillen's going to be off the Young Avengers by like the end of 2014, and that makes me. You mentioned that or, earlier. <laughs> I. I think this is just so so sad to you that you uh, have already forgotten. I didn't that you mention it. that he was leaving, did I? I posted it on Facebook. You, you I mentioned, mentioned the Young Avengers and how much I love Kieran Gillen, but I didn't mention he was leaving the Young Avengers, did I? Uh, I think you did. Oh, yeah. maybe I did. Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I saw it on Facebook. That's what happened. I yes, saw that you posted it I'm on traumatized. Facebook. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, this is Comic-Con, so it's a big week for news. Um, what other news has come out? Oh, Colby Smulders is going to be in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which makes me happy. She played Maria Hill. Right. And uh, the reason why she can't be in it full-time, of course, is because she's currently in How I Met Your Mother. But uh, I did not know that. But okay. I believe you. You didn't know she was in How I, Met, How I Met Your Mother? I have watched an episode of How I Met Your Mother because I want to watch it all in order and haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, well, she's Robin, so she's one of the main characters. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Um, um, it's interesting because Maria Hill is the head of shield in um in the current uh, in indestructible hulk well isn't daisy johnson the head of shield and maria is her second um uh, maria hill's the only one we ever see in the in a comic well, it's in possible. secret avengers uh daisy daisy johnson jones whatever is the head of shield uh Anyways, yeah, I don't know. She's a real character, so yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, do we want to talk about the name of the wind coming to television? Uh, sure. I still don't have ideas, but yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's just that it's we've been told uh, that the name of the wind is getting a television series. <laughs> uh, Which I'm could both be excited really cool. and terrified. Yeah, I'm, I think I might <laughs> well, be. There, yeah. There are two ways it can go, right? When it comes to epic fantasy coming to TV, we have two examples. One is terrible, and uh, one is, at least when it comes to book-to-TV adaption, good. Uh, so the terrible one is Legend of the Seeker, which is the uh, television adaptation of uh, the Sword of Truth series. Um, and it was terrible. And the good example is Game of Thrones, uh, which is fairly consistent to the book uh though of course changes are made because you know cross media you can't keep everything right um so the question is which way is name of the wind gonna go because it could very easily go the way of legend of the seeker uh and i just i don't know i i don't it's gonna be it'll be interesting um because when it comes to like something like Game of Thrones, the casting was fantastic. Like I, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Um, I, I read the first two and a half books. Um, but when I look at what I imagined and who they cast, I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty close. You know, of course, everything I imagine is slightly different, right? Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was good casting. Um, when I look at Legend of the Seeker, it was just terrible. <laughs> I, and that's the problem. Is I can't like, imagine how it, you can cast for for this. Cause for like, both? Yeah. Because yeah, you need to presumably I, do the, you know, have the frame story intact, I feel like. 
Yeah. Are, are we going to have multiple aged quotes? Uh, are they going right. to have one quote and they're going to use age makeup? Are they going to cast someone really young? Well, well I think uh, you're going to have to have uh, two, right? Because you're going to yeah. have to have a kid at least for, for early on for stuff in the name of the wind. But then once he gets past a certain age, you start using age makeup, right? Because the idea that we get is that he's not actually that old. So it's going to have to be in like his bearing and makeup and and like just little things that make him seem a lot older when he's the same one, right? Yeah. I would guess. But yeah, you at I least have to have a kid need... version for some of the distant flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, you de- you definitely have to have a kid. Uh, I mean, I I can't even imagine how they would uh try to tell the story without having Right. So they need a kid, but then they also need to have someone who, you know, do the thing that Hollywood does, which is an upper 20s person who can pass for a fake teenager. Um, right. And just you have need a Michael him, J. Fox. And have him. Not Michael J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> and have him play young in some and then play older at other points. Um, and then just gradually age him up in the flashbacks as you go. Um, yeah. But it's the, still, the thing I. Yeah. The thing I worry about is the show tainting my perception of the story because it, it happens, you know, uh, and Quoth is such a real character to me. Like, I can picture him so vividly in my mind uh, that I'm just like, ah, I mean, they're, they're most, most characters, I would say, I do not picture this vividly. Uh, usually I'm just like, that's approximately what they look like, you know, like. And so you could cast anyone who is within that uh, approximation. And then there are some castings that are so far off from what I imagine that the the, the movie can't even like uh, doesn't even affect when I read the book because it's just like no that person is this this is weird but Ron Weasley uh, yeah. <laughs> I I love Rupert Grant uh, I think he did a great job in the movies but he is not who I imagine Ron to be at all. So when I read the stories, it's almost like an parallel universe <laughs> from the movies, you know? This is interesting like, to me because, like, he was the one who I thought, to me, looked spot on. Like, Hermione was the one that bugged me um, when they, when I saw her. But Harry was fine. Really? Ron, Ron is not described to look like Rupert Grint at all uh, in the books. So that's, yeah. It's a separate Hermione. Yeah, she was way too cute. Um, Basically, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, but but it's interesting because there there are some some things where it's like I can't even imagine anything separate from the movie anymore because uh, the movie has so eclipsed uh, the book. But yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens with these series, uh, especially since half of the greatness of the Name of the Wind is not necessarily the story; it's the way it's written. Um, because Patrick Rothfuss is such a beautiful writer. Beautiful is really the only word you can apply. Like, it's beautiful. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that translates to screen. Yeah. I, I'm, it's, I just, I can't imagine, I don't think I know anyone, know of anyone who could play him. Who could play... They're going to have to go with a nobody. They probably... And they've got to get that fiery red hair right. Hmm. Amen. Well, I don't really have anything else to talk about this week. So, or, you know, this post show. So, so I feel like we can call that a day. 
a okay. recording session. So I win, I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs>